Come on, Zoe. What? Really? What are you? I'm not. Commander, how did she get payloads to allow this? I don't even know anybody at payloads, so uh, how would I ever? You wasted, what, 800 grams of your allowable personal effects on these? Mm-hmm. You don't even care about the rivalry. No, but you do, David. <laughs> oh, it's so easy. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody, to Take Me to Your Reader, discussing adapted science fiction at its best and worst. I'm Seth. I'm James. And I'm Colin. And we were going to be doing The Running Man, because that was requested by Malkfoy. And uh, then my son came home for a month, and I stopped reading altogether. <laughs> um, and so uh, I was not ready to do that one, and I suggested maybe we should do the other thing that we hinted we might do and talk about Stowaway, the 21, 2021 movie that is, has been rumored to be kind of based on the cold equations. And right here at the top, I want to say we were remiss in not mentioning on our previous episode about the cold equations, Cora Bullert's excellent story, The Cold Crowdfunding Campaign, Yes, uh, which is fantastic. And uh, so I'll put a link in the show notes. It's awesome. Cora is awesome. Uh, she's a Hugo-nominated fan writer, so people should definitely check her out and add her to their ballots if they're Hugo voters, uh, because it answers, you know, it answers some questions that come up when you're talking about the cold equations. The book does? Yeah, the... the story. Oh. It's just like, wait, are you sure you couldn't do anything? Are you sure there's, you know, this is basically a financial issue. Right. So, can you, are you sure we can't solve no, I guess I was, I was wondering, are you talking about the Cora story or the Stowaway? No, I was not talking about Stowaway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is our this is our cold equations kind of cleanup episode. Yeah. There where we go. Where we talk about the the one story that we really should have mentioned because mm -hmm. it's funny as all get out. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it dives down into those questions that everyone else was kind of asking. Couldn't you right. have done this? Couldn't you have tried that? Yeah. And and trying to rem to keep in mind that the author went through at least six iterations of this with the editor, right. who <laughs> turned it down every every time, saying, No, no, no. The story is that. She can't be saved. That's right. the story that will be remembered. Mm -hmm. And he was right in this case. She will die. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, Stowaway. Stowaway. Is a movie that is available on Netflix. We have just watched it. Who is it directed by? I didn't write that down. Penna. Something Penna. John or Joe Penna? Okay. John Penna. Joe Penna. One of those two. Yeah. Yes. He's, uh, and it's probably actually Pena because he's a Brazilian rock musician mm. who has recently begun making movies and have been oh, wow. uh, <laughs> like winning awards at festivals and stuff. Uh, there were two or three mentioned on his uh, biography on Wikipedia. And if this is the, the way things are going, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he comes up writing and directing next. Mm. It was, it was, yeah, not to spoil, but I enjoyed this movie. Okay. Is that a, so I, I was watching you when you're going to Wikipedia and you like went, ah, to something is that what it was <laughs> that, that was a side awe because oh, okay. it was the 342nd adapted movie that we have that in well, that i was able to add to the database it's an arthur c clark work oh damn right okay yeah cool yeah. There, there's a lot of movies on similar themes about getting stuck in space because i was mentioning right. that i i did an episode of the Gribcast where we talked about all the 1970 Hugo Award nominees for a dramatic presentation, and one of them was Marooned with Richard mm. Crenna and Gene Hackman. Mm. Just similar kind of thing where they're they're on a mission and they, they get stuck and they're running out of oxygen. So, and Sunshine always comes up as well, and I mentioned that in the last episode. Yeah. Well, and that idea isn't limited to science fiction. You could be right. in a submarine at the bottom of the ocean running out of <laughs> oxygen or lots of things. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, the abyss, right? The abyss. We used to joke about all the... Uh life-saving measures they implement on the submarine in case something like that did happen and none of us ever believed it would actually work <laughs> right yeah but it made you feel better didn't it have you ever read escape, sort of. <laughs> have you ever read escape from the deep uh no. by alex K 
Kershaw or something like that, mm-hmm. um, is a story about a World War II submarine that sinks in pretty shallow water. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and the, that's the thing. The only way any of these things would work is if you sank mm-hmm. in shallow water. And typically, yeah. they were not in shallow water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They basically had to sink it the rest of the way in order to escape. That was mm-hmm. the interesting thing. To, oh, to yeah. get everything lined up yeah, properly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. For the yeah. proper pressures. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of it re- does require the right pressures and stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, hatches won't open. Mm-hmm. Things like that. And then crazy. even even at that relatively shallow depth, you know, yeah. it's it's enough to drive some people absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, being in that pressure. So, some of them didn't make it. Right. There was a fire as well, so. Oh, yeah. That fire didn't help. Fire is like the worst thing that could happen underwater. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You, you, you'd think, there's all this water, why can't we put this out? <laughs> Just open the door. Um, yeah. Yep. Anyhow, yeah, that's another side tangent, I guess. Right. Um, so, Joe Penna, by the way. Joe, thank Penna. you. Uh, so, it stars Tony Collette as Commander Marina Barnett, Daniel Day Kim as David Kim, very creative with the names. Yes. <laughs> um, Anna Kendrick as Zoe Levinson, and Shamir Anderson as Michael Adams. And... Uh, yeah, o- overall thoughts. None of us had ever seen this before. I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, engaging, entertaining, mm-hmm. uh, suspenseful, perhaps with dramatic music played every once in a while. <laughs> and dramatic, intense music. And dramatic, yes. intense, yes. Tense music playing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I-, I was I had a few spoilers going into this because I watch Scott Manley's YouTube channel mm. frequently, and there are a couple of Scott Manley videos about this particular movie because he was a science consultant on it. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. So, um, you know, we should probably link to his channel or maybe those specific episodes in the show notes as well. Okay. He'll talk about the science behind it, the ship design, and a few other things. Yeah, because we, we did have some questions come up, and this is the reason the tense music playing is at some point <laughs> I, I said, maybe let's just turn on the captions, because we're doing enough cross-talking that sometimes we've got conversations going, and one of us might want to be actually watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at least you could read it um, and, and hear what was going on, uh, or see what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a, a pretty well-done movie. Um, n- not amazing, but... I can't wait for Anna Kendrick to break out in song. Right. <laughs> Start singing No Diggity. <laughs> um, or the Cup song. <laughs> right. There we go. Oh, she could have done that. Yeah. Toward the end. Spoilers. Totally could have done that. Uh, yeah. You're going to miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> How do you rhyme with uh, coronal mass ejection? <laughs> don't ask James that question. Yeah, you don't, you don't no, want to no, you you like know the first one that popped in the head on that one. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, recent... Movies we watched on Netflix with space in them were like The Midnight Sky, which was eh, yeah. pretty. It was a pretty movie. Yeah, it was but it wasn't shot. great. But this one was was pretty good. What did you think, James? It was okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I rated it three stars on Letterboxd. Right. Three out of what? Five. Okay, I'll go with you on that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I would watch it again. That's. And I'm not. And I'm not sure I would have watched it on my own. Mm-hmm. Ethan yeah. and I have oh. uh, have talked about that. He kind of we put our, our threshold at like three and a half stars as a movie I would rewatch. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the slim cast to it. There's four credited actors. There are there yeah. are some voices that you just, you don't even really ever hear clearly. Jim. Yeah. Um, there's there's two different ones. Right. So there's two uncredited <laughs> things. If you look at IMDb, there's six people credited, but two of them are Did you well guys ever credited, actually listed. hear the, uh, I guess, Jim, now that we know his name from the subtitles? I guess I did in the one scene, but a lot of the scenes, I didn't really hear no. any response. So mm-hmm. it was... It was weird at first, but then I like as as they did it more, I got kind of used to it, and I liked how it kind of put you in the an observer perspective on right. the spaceship, right? Yeah, like you were somebody other than the commander, right? Yeah, yeah. 
He wouldn't have heard anything. Or yeah. yeah. I, I could see a version of this movie where they keep referring to Hyperion is back there working on it. Hyperion is working on it. And you find out later that Hyperion is like Colossus or, or some oh. supercomputer. Right? <laughs> where, where it's, it's uh, yeah, that's where you really get into the cold equations. Uh, forgive the leaf blower if anybody hears that. <laughs> it's directly uh, behind yeah. the wall where I'm sitting. <laughs> but yeah, that would have been an interesting... Oh, yeah, twist right. to find out that there, there indeed are cold intelligences telling them what to do. Well, and the intelligences were pretty clear. Mm-hmm. You need to get down to three people. Yeah. So the, right. the premise of the movie is that there is a, a routine, a fairly routine mission going from Earth to Mars. It's mm-hmm. mission 42, I guess, if you count it up you know, incrementally in numbers. And uh, there is a stowaway on board. That is, that's one of the few things that I think really strained the credibility of this movie because mm. somehow this guy was supposed to be arming some secondary launch charges or something. And he ends up inside of a body panel Mm. in the pressurized section of the ship. I think that's what I didn't like about this is that I don't think in any, I'm just, I guess I'm going from NASA perspective. That's what we have. There's no way, no way he would have ended up on a spaceship like that. If some, you know, NASA was running that kind of thing, they would have had people down, you know, check, Hey, where's this guy at? Or mm-hmm. something, right? And and at this point, is he really a stowaway, though? <laughs> right. Stowaway implies you actually tried to stow away. That's not what he tried to do. Yeah. It was accidental. I, I kept expecting there to be a twist. You know, yeah. like you'd find out that the wound that he had was, was a knife wound or something, you know, and right. some somebody put him oh. there for That's, a reason. I, yeah, I kept waiting for it. Based on the fact this thing was called stowaway, I thought that he meant to actually get away somehow or another. But we find out that he never really meant to be there in the first place. Yeah. And so I think Stowaway was kind of misleading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that was done on purpose or not. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else would you call it, though? <laughs> I, I don't know. The cold equations. <laughs> because that's what we wanted to do here, right? We wanted to, it is not credited, it is not listed in the credits that it is adapted in any way from the cold equations. Right. But there are some beats in here that are just straight out of that story. Right. With, you know, anything that's kind of classic enough or old enough, you're going to find things getting recapitulated. And it's not yeah. like you can patent the idea that, oh, we're on a spaceship right. and running out of oxygen. That's, you know... Yeah, we're trapped in a mine shaft and running out of oxygen. Right. We're trapped mm-hmm. in a submarine and running out of oxygen. Mm-hmm. We're trapped in a car and running out of oxygen. Yeah, but when, when you start getting into the... Roll <laughs> <laughs> well, the windows down. <laughs> <laughs> it took a minute for that to sink in. <laughs> I was hoping someone was trapped it. in a sealed room with Seth and running out of oxygen. Right. Oh. <laughs> yep. Well, not running out of oxygen. You're just having an excess of flatus in the, in the air. <laughs> so. Ooh, fart jokes. Um... Yeah, the I mean there there definitely are beats in it that are very much cold equations where where they're talking about mm-hmm. this mission is essentially just provisioned enough to have three people on it because it was originally intended for two but they stretched it to three right right they removed some hole panels and some shielding and yeah. some other things and- yeah and so so then at the the slightest breakdown of anything all of yeah. a sudden. It's it's which hard is, to support even three, and now we have four. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the what was the thing called? The CD, CDRP, CDRA, CDRA. CDRA. Yeah. Yeah, which CDRA. I don't know what it stands for. I kind of like the fact oh. that they didn't explain yeah. it because all of them knew what it was, except for maybe Michael. But no, he was he was Probably like a, a technical carbon dioxide recirculation apparatus. Ooh, Boom. reclamation apparatus maybe. Oh, reclamation yeah. apparatus. Um, there you go. Because it's supposed yeah. to be scrubbing it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think we solved that one. Uh, we could look it up. Teamwork. Later. Yep. Way to go. <laughs> I like to, at, at the very beginning, you know, they start, they introduce the concept of 
there's only a certain amount of mass that we could bring on here because we had a budget essentially for mm. what we could bring on onto the right, ship. Right. And Anna Kendrick's character brought on <laughs> coffee mugs yeah. that say Yale um, <laughs> because I guess Kim uh, was from from uh, Harvard, Harvard. Maybe he's a Harvard yeah, guy. Yeah. 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 He had Harvard stuff mm-hmm. on his. Yeah. Rack. So yeah. you, you can't see this, but CDRA is part of NASA's solid state air purification system. This oh, isn't right. something they invented. This is an actual component. It makes sense. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Does it, it say what it stands for? Uh, here, I'll, I will do some quick reading while you guys talk. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I like the fact that, you know, he, he's like, wait, you don't even care about the rivalry. And she's like, yeah, but you do. <laughs> and the marginal value of trolling yeah, is trolling. quite high yes. on a two year mission. <laughs> Carbon dioxide removal assembly. Removal oh, assembly. Right. And That's you would so think for something that essential and small <laughs> that they would have a backup. I you know, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> but That's where I'm at. It but wasn't a tiny little thing. It was somewhat heavy, even though Tony Collette could still lift it with her broken arm. arm. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yes. Um, and, you know, it was pizza box sized. Yeah. I'm certain they would have, in real life, they would have backup or something, because everything's over-engineered for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even the but submarine's, like, highly over-engineered. This is another cold <laughs> equations thing, right? It's it's the, the difference, especially brought out in the full-length movie, about the yeah. uh, the economies of things. Right. You know, the fact that we're, we want to save money, and we're prioritizing that over protecting life. Yeah. And so, if, if there's extra weight on there, well, put it out the airlock. Uh, well, I, I, could, I could almost go along with the spaceship one from cold equations. Yeah, yeah, but... Because it was really meant for a one-way trip. The guy knew he was going to stay on the planet for eight years or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about... We did have some science questions, right? Because they're not very far out from Earth. They're 12 hours out from Earth when they they find out that they've got a stowaway and this is probably a problem. Um, And he's damaged because that that was the thing. He was hiding in this... Or not hiding. He was trapped in this life support assembly panel. Right. And coming out caused damage. Or or he was shaken up. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, along with everything else in there, and that's right. where he got wounded and knocked mm-hmm. out. And so then he's like, "No, you know, I've I've got my sister back home. I got to get back home. Can let's just turn around." And she says, "We don't have enough fuel to turn around." Yeah, which that that caused some <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, I can retcon it myself, just thinking that they're going to end up going into orbit around Mars and stay there for some time. That does require some burns, um, and you need to have enough for that, and then to turn around and go back home. Right. Yeah, but if they're only twelve hours out, they haven't made it past the moon yet, right? Yeah. So couldn't they just like slingshot around the moon and get back to Earth? Only if the moon depends nearby. on where the moon is. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good point. but I was thinking, yeah, if if you're on a five month journey, uh, you have to almost always you have to decelerate for a gravity capture. Yeah, not not in every case, Seth, mm-hmm. like like you pointed out. Yeah, but when there's humans involved, you definitely have to decelerate more gently. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you, you can you can do an atmosphere atmospheric right. braking on something that's unmanned, um, and break maybe they're just pretty super, super needed on Mars. No. <laughs> no. Remember, just, I don't think they were, right? Yeah, they were no. bringing a doctor and yeah. someone who was, was doing experiments mission, with so. um, permanent Algae living conditions and, on, yeah. on Mars. Yeah. Algae and microgreens. Right. Yeah, that was. I guess that was the other thing. Is that I think they didn't seem to have a plan for scrapping the mission. No. Which also doesn't seem realistic. But maybe that's <laughs> the point of calling it Hyperion instead of ESA or NASA or something else. It's, it's that you know, big evil company thing again. Yes, they were cheap. Mm. No, there is no plan to scrub the mission. You're right. going to go. Just shove him out an airlock. Right. <laughs> we, we can get more of him. True. Just the faceless evil corporation. Yes. Yeah. 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 I didn't think about that. I I, I kind of was thinking of yeah. Hyperion as just the mission name or something, but they never referred to NASA in any way. Right. No. no. And on uh, if you read the NASA transcripts, they don't refer to NASA. They refer to a base station name. Mm. You know. Yeah. Like, it'd be like Houston. Houston. Yeah. Right. Pasadena. Whatever. Right, that's true. Hmm. 
It's Elon Musk. He's pulling strings back there. So it still could have been NASA, just they're referring to Hyperion as the, whatever, station. Base of operations. Base of, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, NASA's not evil, though, so it wasn't NASA. No. (laughs) Well, I mean, they are propping up the globe Earth theory, but... Oh. Ah, those bastards. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to feel depressed sometimes, just look up, like, uh, debates with flat earthers and, like, actual astronauts, where they will look the astronauts in the face and say, no, I think you are lying. And just like, come on, dude. Right. (laughs) Seriously. If we have any flat earthers who are listening, you are disinvited from listening. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. Anywho. <laughs> um, so it comes down to, we do have a possible source of extra oxygen at the other end of the tether because right. they're this, in, they're in a, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's an actual thing. MTS. MTS. Yeah. And their half of the ship was called something. The magic of editing. That's what it was called. Well, the name of the ship isn't significant. So it's not mentioned in the Wikipedia article, which means I'll have to rewatch some of it and then put it in there for perpetuity. I know that MTS was where they were staying, I think. Well, the whole mission is MTS 42. Oh, it is. It's a two year mission to Mars. It's five months to get there. So, assumedly, five to nine months to get back. So, there's Mm -hmm. some in station time, on station time. Well, they used the term like Mars transfer window or something, or Mars transfer orbit, MTO. So. Well, that'd be the one well, from Earth to Mars. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. And that's why yeah. they're rushing the Earth to Mars now. <laughs> I guess. I mean, that could be another reason why they want to push getting the mission done is for the Mars transfer, Mars transit window. Right. right. Yeah. That's the thing. Like yeah. when, when I always used to think of space travel, I'm thinking, well, you go from Earth and you go directly out, straight out from the sun and you find Mars. <laughs> right. Like, well, no, because they don't orbit at exactly the same yeah, rates. Right. And so. Um, I mean, so technically there is a window of opportunity to get to Mars, mm-hmm. but is that worth killing the dude over? I don't know. <laughs> well, every, every, there is a way to get point A to point B. It's just a question right. of how long and how much fuel you spend. Yeah. Yeah. So suffice it to say, uh, they can climb the tether. In order to, to get to, I guess, what is an oxygen tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, liquid oxygen, which was used as fuel for yeah. the takeoff. And- yeah. Because, and, and this is the thing where this movie improves on the cold equations. Because they really do go through, well, what are our options here? We can, we can get the algae experiment that we're supposed to be saving for Mars because there's proper equipment that's already been sent in a previous mission mm-hmm. um, for trying to figure out how to add oxygen on Mars, right? Right. Um, we can spin that up here. Less efficiently, but perhaps it can put out enough oxygen for us to survive. And, you know, you have Daniel Day Kim say, we can't depend on this because the algae could just die. Because because this is less than ideal conditions. And then we're just screwed. Yeah, Yeah. sure enough. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. And then, then, you know, she gives him the other bit of information. Well, the... CDRA. CDRA is dead. It's toast. It's it's not recoverable. So we're going to have to occasionally vent all the atmosphere on the ship to get rid of the carbon dioxide and then rebuild it with whatever we can produce oxygen with. Right. right. Whether that's, you know, plants scrubbing it or, you know, from the, you know, LO, you know using the liquid oxygen tanks and letting it warm up. And, yeah. So, and typically heating things isn't, a, or cooling things, having to heat or cool isn't too big of a problem. We can do that easily with, yeah. you know, burning electricity. Mm-hmm. Well, you even had the, the candle kind of things that you have aboard mm-hmm. submarines for. Yeah. Which James is like, well, in a sub, you can just throw up a snorkel <laughs> if you get close enough to the surface, and then you're okay. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't, doesn't work that way in outer space. No. So, yeah. yeah. So, anyhow, like the thing that this does better is goes through those options, and then, well, okay, now this option has failed, and so mm-hmm. now we have to do the thing that we said was entirely too dangerous before, because you've got to climb all the way up that tether, 
past the solar array. If you break the solar array, we lose power. And We're screwed in a different screwed. way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and every crew member has a, a big disadvantage. Right. So the commander who's eminently trained and capable is mm. not physically able because her arm is damaged. So yeah. she can't mm-hmm. use the tethers. You have to remember that this ship is spinning to emulate Earth gravity. So you have right. to cl- literally climb up a tether against gravity to get to the midpoint mm-hmm. and then slide in friction your way back down the other side. Right. 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 Uh, Anna Kendrick's character is the most able, but you need two people to do it. Right. Supposedly. But do you? <laughs> well, yeah, you, you had did you. Yeah, yeah. The the way they did it, right? They had her kind of rappel down to right. where where they needed to fill up the tanks, and then he sent the tanks down to her. It'd be harder to rappel with the tanks with you, two of them clanging together. Yeah, or to carry it down on your back. Yeah, that would be the other but, option. Yeah, yeah, I think the idea was they were going to go once to minimize risk and yeah. bring fill the two tanks. Each right. tank was big enough to hold oxygen for one person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the duration of the trip, which seems plausible yeah uh, they weren't even sure if it was going to work they couldn't right. determine the status of the o2 tanks from where they were they had to climb out and see if they even had it mm-hmm. found out there was enough right as they're filling up the tanks mm-hmm. uh they're warned about a coronal mass ejection right and it's it's uh, there's enough radiation that would would kill anybody that's unsheltered mm-hmm. so they have to try and climb back on the way they're climbing back uh anna slips and drops the tank and loses it right and so now they're down two people Mm-hmm. And one tank, and uh, they aren't. Oh, and the 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 main tank is leaking, right. and so they have to go get the rest of the oxygen now. Mm-hmm. And um, she's kind of the moral center of this yeah. series of unfortunate events. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, Seth, yeah. is my cup empty? Your cup is empty. <laughs> <laughs> empty coffee cups bug me in in media. At least, at least, if you could put, uh, I don't know, a, a bean bag in your Starbucks cup, then when you set it down, it wouldn't just go, you know, oh, right. Yeah. Um, like that sounds just like an empty cup. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It would, it would have some weight to it. And you can, you can, you can always tell people, people are like holding a latte and gesturing like, and it, right. it would have been just spraying in all directions, <laughs> but yeah, you know, sorry, but yeah, there was a very empty coffee mug, <laughs> ye, ye old coffee mug in, uh, in this one. So sounded like I said, ye old, ye old. Very yeah, old. old quick, quick, uh, quick nitpick on that one. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the old, not yield. It's spelled with a Y, but it's pronounced the. So Y is T-H in, mm-hmm. in ye old English. Yes, the old English, the old pub. Wow. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Old English nerd so thing for you. It should be Thale, not Yale? No. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said Yale, but it came out like yield. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> And then it's after battle. And this has been a public service announcement from Yes. Take me to your reader. <laughs> yep. Uh, anything else that we want to talk about? I don't know. What do you think of how the movie ended? I, I suppose. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't announce that we were doing full spoilers, but we always do. Yes. Um, I, I thought it was an interesting ending. I mean, it reminds me of some some other yeah. things. You know. I mean, it's a. Uh, I guess uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Consistent, I suppose, with the others, where somebody actually dies. <laughs> right. Yeah, we don't have to say who. No, we don't. Yeah, no, I just I appreciated the consistency. So somebody still died, right? Right. Yeah. No matter yeah. all the things they tried to do, mm-hmm. and the point of the movie was not the mission, right? right. Really, it was just are they going to be able to complete it? Yeah. With yeah, yeah. It does not say that it's an adaptation of the cold equations, and in, in many ways, it is not. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see how I can see where that comparison comes from. Yeah, definitely similar theme. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it's it's as adapted from the cold equations as Eagle Eye is from all the troubles of the world. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think it hurts to throw a nod in there to say, you know, yeah. you know, inspired by. Yeah, well, even I mean, it's I don't think it's as actionable as something like uh, Arena when we talked about that with with Star Trek, right? Right. Where they they kind of looked at it and they're like, eh, this is similar enough that we should mm-hmm. just go ahead and buy the rights. Oh no, it's in space. It is in space. Yeah. It's very cold in space. <laughs> yes, and there's lots of equations involved in going space. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There were no equations. There were no actual equations. So. Oh yes, there were mathematics. Mathematically, it, that was said verbatim. Yeah, that's mathematically, true. it's not. We're not all going to live. Right. Yeah. And so it becomes a bunch of equations, and you can't that argue with the math. Yeah. Right. Um. Just yeah. The, it, just a guy doing the math, <laughs> or girl. Yeah. yeah. I will say I I think it's a good movie because at some point I I engaged with it and was arguing against. Okay, why didn't they have a spare CDRA? Right. Why isn't there an abort? Right orbit within the first 12 hours why isn't there this why isn't there that yeah um and it so it hits the same kind of beats that the cold equations does right mm-hmm. you're like why is it so minimally why was security so lax why yeah. is there just a sign mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and, and it's also similar in that you have this very you know innocent likable stowaway mm-hmm. whether they're there accidentally or whether they were you know well i didn't know right mm-hmm. yeah I did think that we maybe could have used a little more nerdery about the why we can't just do a burn and go straight back home. Like, I, I would have liked to have seen that discussion rather than just, no, we can't do that. We don't have enough fuel to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, they yeah. had spirit liquid oxygen. Yeah. There should right. have. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he could, he could have used a little more hard yeah. science fiction realism for me there. Where, yeah. you know, Andy Weir, yeah. he would have given it to us. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking there was like no way they're past their point of no return yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. No. <laughs> yeah. 12 hours out. Sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> five, five months to go. But uh, but yeah, we can't turn around. Sorry. No. Yeah. At, yeah tw- 12 hours, you're still inside the, the orbit of the moon. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. When we were talking about that earlier, I was like, mm, good slingshot. I mean, yeah, I guess we're depending on where the moon is, but right. you could slingshot that. Come on. <laughs> use some use some thrusters to divert yeah, you to exactly. find the moon. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what kind of speeds they were doing. Yeah, it, I mean that's the point, right? It's not super yeah, hard science fiction. Right. If Andy Weir had written it, then then we'd, <laughs> we'd know all that. Yes. So, but he did not. All right. Uh, Wrap it up. Yeah, I, I think we could probably you know continue talking about stuff like that for an hour. But I think we've yeah. had a pretty good talk. <laughs> yeah. So you know, basically a good movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe influenced by maybe not by the cold equations. Certainly hitting some of the some the major beats. Yeah. Worth a good watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that'll wrap it for that one. We don't have to rank it with anything because right. it's not really an adaptation. No. Um, so next time we will do The Running Man. And I wanted to you know shout out Malk, who had suggested that one. And he's one of our OG listeners. Oh, yeah, he's been around for years. And, uh, and so I wanted to say, Malk, if, if you want to send us your thoughts, you can send me, you, you follow me on Twitter. So send me your thoughts on direct message or we can figure out email. Or if you want to record some thoughts about that uh, book and movie i can put it in the episode so let me know what you want to do because you know you're awesome so cool. uh that'll do it yep for this time so until next time we will uh leave you with the standard payment pounders blessing may the road rise up to meet you and may the book always fall open to where you left off and not fall off into space you know and <laughs> and be lost forever like an oxygen canister oh yeah yeah okay bye everybody ciao see now i thought you were going to give them an oxygen blessing and may you always have spare LO2 in your engine tanks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. May all your space missions not have stowaways. But we right. still didn't really get that question answered of, if the oxygen tank is leaking, there is a vector there. 
there's a force vector from that leaking tank. Yes. So, I mean, on a spinning apparatus, it's the spin is going to fight that a little bit, but it would you'd think it would cause all kinds of horrible things. It could increase the spin for yeah. as long as the duration right. of the leak is. De- yeah, and depending on the angle, right? If it's if it's at a right angle to it or something, then get killed by the right hand rule or offset it or We also didn't mention the fact they didn't use any tethers. Right, which seems insane. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, varying, uh, following Mary Robinette Cole on Twitter for as long as I have, mm-hmm. you know, and she actually live tweets a bunch of the space missions and she talks about spacewalking and the problems of going to bathroom in the, ba- in the, uh, in outer space and diapers. Well, and other things. <laughs> well, yes. And the, uh, uh, penis attachments that the men overestimated the size of. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 